Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code program. Hi, this is Martin from the Big Inside View. You're about to listen to Graham's reflections on Messi's four-goal display and Barca's 6-1 win over Ibar earlier this week and his take on Diego Costa's return to his spiritual home of Atletico Madrid. To listen to the full 40-minute episode and hear Graham's analysis of Real Betis' extraordinary win over Real Madrid at the Bernabeu on Wednesday, it's time to become a socio. Head to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter to get the full show and unlock exclusive interviews with Rafa van der Vaart, Ledley King and next month, Robbie Keane. Barca the evening before, beating Ibar 6-1. Another goal for Paulinho, another for Denis Suarez, four for Messi. Um, nine in the league so far for Messi, 12 so far this season in total. Did the scoreline reflect Barca's dominance? Uh, Barca weren't particularly good for a long chunk of the match, and once they got themselves sorted, they were um, intelligent enough to know that um, it was like there were six Messies on the pitch. And therefore, they, 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 they won comprehensively. There's no question that they deserved to win. They probably should have conceded uh, three times. One very good save from Stegen. Um, Abar hit the woodwork twice. But um, there's there's a... I think there's a really lovely story here, and and it adds to the anthology of Leo Messi stories. You're right, 12 goals um, at this stage of the season. He's hit the woodwork six times. You know, even if you get 50-50 luck on that, it's 50, that would have been 15 goals at this stage of the season, um, plus an assist or two. Up in the stand, um, I don't know if you could see from your angle, but up in the stand, sitting next to a friend of ours, friend of the... Um, Friend of the podcast, Idaka Johnson, is Jorge Sampaoli, who's Argentina manager. And he's been given the Argentina job based on the idea that he has the organisational skills and the motivational skills to get this ragtag bunch of talents that Argentina have, not only through the qualifying campaign, but into a competitive situation for what's judged to be Leo Messi's last chance to be at his active best while trying to win a World Cup. Now, he'll be 35 by the time the Qatar, or turning 35 by the time the Qatar World Cup comes around. Who knows? Blah, blah, blah. But that's what it's judged to be. This is judged to be Messi's last stand. And I think the last result was a nil-nil draw. Um, When Messi isn't playing, Argentina are literally hopeless. When he plays, he carries the world on his shoulders. And if he doesn't score, nobody else seems to. And there's a brilliant um, kind of I don't know what goes around in WhatsApp groups um, in in wherever the socios live where you are in Scotland, Martin. But this is of a of an Argentinian speaking in Argentinian Spanish who begins his rant by going, "Well, I was listening to Dybala because Dybala, of course, is the new um, 
God's gift to Argentinian football because he is extraordinarily brilliant. And before the Juventus Barcelona match, he gives an interview where he's stupid enough to say it's difficult to play with Messi. I don't know quite what to do when I'm playing with Messi. So this guy, this Argentinian ranter, is going, well, Dybala, he doesn't know what to do. And he, give the ball, give the ball to Messi. You have to, that's all you have to do. Make sure that if you understand football, just give the ball to Messi. And that's a beautiful rant in Argentinian, beautiful lyrical accent, Argentinian. <laughs> And some, that's what someone from, from, let's look at it from the Sampoli's eyes. That's what he was there for. Not to scout Messi, not to scout Mascherano, but to understand what is it the rest of Barca's team does that Messi is so dominant, home and away, um, for Football Club Barcelona, that we're not doing at Argentina. Yeah. And that's my clear understanding of Sampoli's mission to be at the camp now for Barca Abar. And, you know, kudos to him for that because I want, I expect to be at Russia working. I want Argentina there. And, you know, if Gordon Strachan doesn't lead Scotland to eventual glory in July in the Luzhniki Stadium and it's not Spain, the team I'll be working with, then I'd love to see Messi lifting that World Cup up. And if Sampaoli's visit to the camp now helps him understand what the rest of his players have to do to feed Messi, mm. then great. But the other side of the story, if you turn Messi to, to Messi's eyes and you look up at the stand and you see Sampaoli and you're like, OK, I'll show him I'll show him exactly what I do when things are right, when the governing conditions are right. And he was like, a, he was like maybe, I don't know, boxer, an old boxing bout at the fairground, where he's like, okay, give me a punter, tie one hand behind my back and I'll knock him out. Like, give me another one now. I'll knock him out too. He said, tie my legs together and one hand behind my back and I'll knock the next punter out too. Doesn't matter what you do, I'll knock them out. And and the goals, like he's found a way, he's brilliantly found it. You picked a point of pulling your scored two now in two games. The first one is a lovely assist from Messi. The pulling your sees Messi's Space and makes the run, and Messi feeds him perfectly at um, Hitafe at the weekend on Saturday. And in this instance, the the, the goal from Polina is ahead of it. What Messi has worked out is how to play with Polina. And there are two incidents in the in the four goals that that Messi scores to make it 12 for the season, where there's one a lovely pass comes through the midfield, and Polina is the aimed the guy is aimed for. Polina has seen that Messi's wide right, and if he dummies it, never mind touch, stop, touch, control, turn, and give. If he dummies it, Messi's away. Perfect dummy, Messi scores. And the other one is a nice one too, where Paulinho shows that against this categorization that he's had principally from Spurs fans saying the guy's a dud, despite being captain of Brazil, despite scoring prolifically for Brazil, if you look at his goal record, despite being the number one player in China, um, whatever, people laugh at that, whatever. I'm not selling, I'm not trying to get commission for selling Paulinho to what, what is absolutely crystal clear obvious is Messi already likes playing with him and Polino is intelligent enough and deft enough to understand what Messi does and there was a, there was an interesting piece of data for Sampaoli if Paulinho can do it after 12 training sessions and three substitute appearances and one start then flip an egg somebody in the Argentina side must be able to adapt and understand and Messi was just sending a message to his coach. This is how good it can be if you get it right. And that, truthfully, I found pretty enchanting. I want to finish up today's big inside view with 
a chat about our old friend Diego Costa. Um, Chelsea have agreed terms with Atleti to sell him back to the club. Um, are you looking forward to having him back in Spain? You know, I am. And I'd be a dirty liar if I said otherwise. He's a real conundrum, and I don't, I don't begin to pretend that I fully understand where, you know, whoever was putting the wires together in that in some sort of Blade Runner football fantasy, that which wire should have been connected to B, but is actually connected to Z, because he's a lovely, shambling, blue the bear, funny guy, full of pranks and apparently a brilliant poker player. We we learned from the book that you published. I've met him, I've worked around him, I've seen him, I'm not seeing stalking him, but I've stayed in his hotel um, where he's just, if there was a stone, right, you know how when you were a kid you used to wander along the alleyway just kicking a stone and whistling for the fun of it? <laughs> and Diego Costa's like that in, you know, in uh, in camp when, when uh, his club or his country are, are on the road. And if literally if there was a stone that we kicked along the hotel court, he'd be like... Kicking it along, happy as a pig and shit. Um, fights on the pitch, which he began with uh, Sergio Ramos just ahead of the World Cup 2014, and it got really nasty. Are, are forgotten in an instant of the pitch. He's a, a sort of jungle bomb bear, like Baloo was. And on the pitch, whether you do or don't think that his win at any cost stuff is tolerable. He's an extremely effective footballer when played in the right situation. Um, I think the whole idea of him joining Spain has become, I thought it was a legitimate idea, but it's become a bit of a farce. One strike from Chelsea, he didn't, didn't give a, a stuff that uh, Lopetegui in Spain might have needed him with the Italy game coming up. So I think that one has been... I, I Football is such a, a pragmatic game that the bridges probably aren't burned, but they should be. But like, I don't know, when, when was the first time you saw Martin race horses with blinkers on? You know, when you, yeah. you're watching the racing and you're like, fucking hell, they're making them, they're making them run blind. Yeah. And then whoever's taking, you know, your money from you at the, at the betting shop where it's your old man says, no, 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 they're called blinkers because what they do is they, they try and give wild horses that will veer off and do their own thing, tunnel vision, so that they can see the tape or the corner or the steeples. And uh, you're brighter than me, so maybe you understood it first time, but it took me quite some years to work out what that, and then, you know, you stop losing money because you understand what blinkers are for, and Diego Costa's a horse that needs blinkers. And those blinkers so far have been a red and white shirt, the Atletico Madrid fans, and Cholo Simeone. And when he's in blinkers, um, he's extraordinary. They're a side that, that... does lack a cutting edge right now, even with Griezmann, who's going to go in the summer, even with Vieto back, Gamero come Gamero, the brilliant little dynamic, you know, sort of box of tricks of, of French striker, isn't isn't getting back fit and, and commanding a place quickly enough yet. So we ain't going to see him fit and, and firing on all cylinders until January, and who knows, given how long he's been out, maybe till March or April. But is it a fit, Martin? What we What we get tired of is... Uh, players who waste their career or players who go to the wrong club or chase the money only. I think that for Diego, Costa, for Diego Costa, it's a fit because this is the place where he performs best. And for Atleti, it's a fit because it's new pride, new leadership, new goals, new aggression at a new stadium where the fans will say, yeah, we've got our boy back. 
I think it's always beautiful when you get that synthesis of player and club, and it's, it's been quite sad watching Costa's story over the last um, year, year, eighteen months, and to see how much he's tapered off and and kind of lost um, that force of nature that he had, um, you know, maybe even prior to, to to going to Chelsea. It'll be it'll be amazing to see him back in that red and white shirt and just kind of uh, in full throttle again. I believe that, and I think that you know you've identified the, the reason that he's not elite elite because when we look at so simply we go over Ronaldo and Messi all the time but let's talk about PK and Ramos and John Terry John Terry look the guys who, who achieve excessively either in relation to what you expect or in relation to their talent or in relation to the other guy who's the best in the world um, have this steeliness where whatever they do that brings them into trouble or distribute, they've got an ability to scrape all distractions out of the way and perform and perform and perform and be the best in training, be the nastiest if necessary in a situation where it's wet and windy and it's horrible and things are going against you or when you're embroiled in trouble off the pitch and you still turn up and play exceptionally on the pitch. And Diego Costa has proven time and time again that he doesn't quite have that. But you use, you know, synthesis. When when there is a harmony about what's expected of him, about what he's enjoying, and about him being able to see the tape, being able to see the line, like that horse in, in Blinkers, to me it is... It, there, there are a few like him right now around the world. Maybe you'd say him and Cavani are of a type, um, but it, it, you said it could be exciting, and I, and I hope it is. I genuinely hope it is, and I genuinely hope that like the last time he was in Spain, it elevates Atleti to being title contenders. And maybe, maybe given that the Champions League final for next season is at the Wanda Metropolitano, then what Atleti? In the Champions League final, in their own stadium, led by Diego Costa. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. To hear the full show, including Graham's analysis of Real Betis's historic win at the Bernabeu on Wednesday night, head to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Socios got over eight hours of bonus content every month, including an exclusive big interview. In September, we had Ledley King. Coming up in October, it's Robbie Keane. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877 351 0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.